everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. This episode, it just, it touched me in a special place. And if the uh, court stenographer, whoever, the, the bailiff will bring over the doll, I'll show exactly where it touched me and why it needs to go to jail. I was going to make the example, Matt, like I pulled a lot of clips on this, on this episode. Oh God, why? Here, this is my example. I felt like I was, I'm providing evidence to the court. Like here's, here's, uh, here's audio clip A. Uh, This is the first, it feels like we're doing an autopsy on this episode. (laughs) Because this episode, oh boy, oh my, I didn't really, I didn't, I know, I like. So bad. It's really bad. Oh, uh, it's, I don't, every week they outdo themselves. I don't know how they do it. Um, hi, hello. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpson show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. We have someone to thank Matthew. Ooh, wonderful. Chris McGinnis. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. This week's episode is stop or my dog will shoot. Episode J-A-B-F-12, originally aired May 13th, 2007, written by John Frink, directed by Matthew Vonnen, received a four rating with 6.5 million viewers. The chalkboard gag, Pearls are not oyster barf. I mean, that's true. They're not. They're more like a, a kidney stone or a gallbladder stone or something like that. Except pearls are beautiful, shiny. I mean, to us, they are. I'm sure to, to clams and oysters, they're like, ew. I mean, clams and oysters are barely alive, but they have like a nerve That's impulse. Fair. They they rely on nerve You're impulse. They, like they don't have an aesthetic sense. No, I don't think so. Like they're like a shrimp. Like I don't feel bad about about an oyster dying. Like there's nothing there. Oh, it's like it's the same as eating a, like a banana. Like there's no, <laughs> there's not much sentience there. Uh, the couch gag. The family sits on the couch. Then another Simpson family sits down on them, and then another, and so on and so forth. More families come to the house. Uh, and then they are the house overflows with Simpsons family members, which is it's not bad. It's kind of horrific, honestly, but it's an alright couch gag. It's absolutely the best thing about this episode. It, that is very easy to say. Agree to it is whew, by far the best. Yeah, I can't. I I can't. This episode. Okay, that's our guest stars. Uh, Stephen Hawking as himself, very briefly. Uh, in appearance that doesn't make any sense. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani as himself, very briefly. Also, in a scene that makes no sense. And Maurice Lamarche as the horn stuffer. All right, if you want to waste Maurice Lamarche on that, sure. I they did. I'm assuming he was in this. He's been in. A, he's a guest spot in a multiple episodes this, this season. So I assume he was already in the studio. And they're just like, hey, they're just like, hey, why not? No, you can do this guest part here, guest part here, getting popping a bunch. Frankly, Matt, it probably is like, hey, it, the more episodes you're in, the bigger your uh, your uh, check, you know, your uh, what do they call That's it? Royalty, true. royalty check or whatever it is. Down I mean, there. I doubt you get royalties for a guest voice, but you know, I'm pretty sure I'm I think you do. For the, huh. I think you do. I think the. OK. It might be not, not might not be a lot, but considering how many times the Simpsons reruns, I hope That's people are, I hope they're still getting money for the, the the Disney Plus streams. That's my actual concern at this point. Oh, this episode! Oh, I'm gonna lose my mind today. I think that's I I really like. I might lose my mind today. It might happen. It's okay. It's okay, Robbie. The important thing we push through and get done as fast as possible, and then we can wipe it from our brains. Nah, I can't do that, Matt. I can't do that. I can't go as quickly as That's possible. True. It's just too much. Sickness is the thing that you just cannot fathom in your life. So the we start with the family. 
and and at a harvest festival. Homer thinks it's going to be Oktoberfest. It turns out it's a harvest festival, and there's no beer in the harvest festival. Which, why, Robbie? What, I, I, Robbie, you don't use anything from the harvest to make beer. It's not like you use like hops or you know anything else grown. Uh, barley, I believe, <laughs> I, is the other ingredient. I don't. Okay, man. I I'm I'm down for any f- dumb festival. I don't really care the reason it exists. Uh, oh, can, of course not. If, uh, Renaissance Renaissance Fair Harvest Festival. Any any myriad of fruits and or vegetables. Oktoberfest bacon. What I don't care. I'll go eat some trash, walk around. It'll be nice. Eat some trash. Eat and some walk trash. Around. Yeah. But here is a universal thing: there will be booze. There will be beer, at least, being sold somewhere. Any Hopefully. of them. Like, unless you're in, like, a dry county or something, I can't imagine a situation where there'd be a Harvard Festival that does not allow beer. Whatever. This is the... I, I can't believe I just spent a minute talking about this. So, they go to the Harvest Festival. The entire family, Homer's upset. They take it... They, they confiscate his steins. Uh, and uh, he's very bored. The whole family is... I mean, I guess Bart and Homer are bored. Lisa and Marge are interested. Uh, we get the aforementioned horn stuffer... Uh, where he, I, he, they gonna, they're gonna kill that man, Matt. Well, that's why I said there's gonna be no trial, no need. Horn stuffing is a capital offense in Springfield or wherever guess, the hell this is. I was, I was gonna like, I assume it's outside, right outside of town or something. But again, they're just like, oh yeah, we kill that poor horn stuffer in a horn of plenty centerpiece contest. He's stuffed, so he gets murdered. That's cool. Um, Bart and Lisa uh, see some squashes, and Bart decides this is the worst. Springfield squash, the most fibrous variety of yellow squash. We drove 50 miles to look at a stupid pile of vegetables? That's it, Buster. You just bought yourself 10 minutes watching that man make a wagon wheel. Yes, um. Wagon wheels were the internet of the 19th century. Really? No. (laughs) Just, Robbie... Either this episode has broken me or we're really stretching for things that are funny because I laughed so hard at that. Just the no. Oh, I'm, I am. They're I, both so sad at that. I didn't laugh at this episode, Matt. There was multiple times where I felt like I was on the brink of uh, like insanity. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I was my mind was cracking a couple of times. That's but, when you laugh is when your mind's about to crack. That's all you can do. No, I know. But that's not I don't. I don't give the Simpsons credit for that. I like that's the same reaction I get when I watch inexplicably bad movies that I don't want the Simpsons. I want the Simpsons to have crafted jokes, not they have gone mad and I along with them. That is not what I want. Um, I would unironically watch a stream of people crafting wagon wheels. I think I feel like I would just watch like I just have it on the background as a man or woman or person crafted a wagon wheel over and over again. I feel like that'd be very soothing. I watch a lot of YouTube, which is just people like building very simple things. Uh, it's very calming for me. There's a corn maze, Matt. Of course, there is. It's a harvest festival. Harvest festival. So, okay, we. Uh, this is this is exhibit. This is exhibit uh, A in the in my uh, evidence. I thought the the wagon wheel thing was it wasn't offensive. It was not like it didn't make me laugh. But I went, oh, okay, it's something. You know, it's it's amusing. Yeah. I guess is the word I could use. But then we get the first exhibit, and which segues into the before mentioned corn maze, uh, where we see the pine cone first ladies. Ooh, 
look, pinecone first ladies. Where the hell is Abigail Adams? Oh, there she is. Where the hell is Mary Todd Lincoln? Oh, she's right there. Where the hell is Ida Sexton McKinley? Oh, I see. Where the hell is Dad? Look, a corn maze. <sighs> so, someone we 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 pointed this out. Was it last week? Last our last episode? Maybe I've lost track of all. I've lost all continuity and sense of time in my life and in the Simpsons where there was those Homer gags were just Homer repeats things on a theme. And now I can't not see them whenever they pop. Oh, up. they're everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Cause they're, cause they're easy to do. All you have to do is look things up. Once the internet existed, these, this kind of gag became meaningless. And it's not, there's so many of them and they don't really make any sense. They're, they they have populated the show because and they also just they're just filler and here like I'm now there there is exhibit exhibit A this is the first one Homer just repeating the names of first ladies and you're like why why are we doing this what's the f- joke what is the joke here that Homer know inexplicably knows the names of first ladies and doesn't believe that they have them all like I don't I I doesn't make me laugh, but there's a corn maze, Matt. We all go into the corn maze, and guess what happens in the corn maze? The family gets lost because it's so difficult. It's very difficult. The family gets lost. And uh, so speaking of Homer repeating things, or family members even, repeating things, here is a, another gag like that in the corn maze, not more than maybe two minutes after that previous clip. Why don't you throw me in the air and I can see which way is out? Hip. Corn. Hip. More corn. Whip. Another kid getting thrown in the air. Yay. Witch's coven. Hip. Seattle Space Needle. Hip. Amateur production if you can't take it with you. Yep. Oh, I'm getting dizzy. Hip. And corn again. Corn so again. So funny. I, I, it would have more impact if they had literally hadn't done just a similar, just repeating on a theme gag just a minute previously um there's but they get trapped they decide to split up oh oh i didn't even capture that one matt i didn't you're lucky i guess i that one was Thank too painful goodness. too painful even for me because marge suggests they split up and homer takes it literally and thinks that they should split up and then we get a 30 second long gag about homer thinking they that marge is actually asking him to split up and it is homer is I'm glad that Homer isn't the focus of this episode because every moment on screen is every moment Homer's on screen. I am screaming in pain. I hate it. I hate. He's just uh-huh. so obnoxious. This is very obnoxious. Captain wacky Homer. And I cannot take it. Uh, the, but the family eventually does split up finally. Um, and everyone gets out except for Homer. Homer is still trapped. And I will say this, Matt, you would have the idea of like, oh, well, he could just, it's just a corn maze. You just walk through it. But the corn maze has an electric fence because they need to have plot armor for the corn. <laughs> exactly. They don't want people escaping. I mean, what if someone got into the, the corn maze and couldn't get out? I mean, that would be awful for I, the corn maze. I just don't know why. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just them. Like, we need to put up an obstacle so that the plot will happen, even though it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It, 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 none of this matters because they end. Eventually, they do this. They do it. The, what this episode is about. They just do it anyway. Like there's no reason in the first place. Homer's still stuck. Uh, the police are there. We're 50 miles away from Springfield, right? Yes, but apparently the Springfield cops are the ones that are still in charge. I don't. I don't think that's how it works. No, you're correct. It doesn't. But hey, why? Why care about you know 
things like that, Robbie. That's okay. silly. Okay, so police dog can't help find Homer because the dog just had puppies. Uh, and the police leave because they have puppies. So Bart calls Santa's little helper, summons him from the car. Which So Santa's little helper's in the car this whole time. But he got the window cracked and a hole in the floor. There's a hole in the floor, which this is how that is how Santa's little helper gets out. And he goes and rescues Homer to the tune of Freak on a Leash. I just what? What? Why? You don't get it, man? I mean, I get it. It's just stupid. The Freak on a Leash is sung by Corn. Yeah, the, again, got it. Still dumb. <laughs> I don't I agree with you. I just I just don't know, like, freak, I mean, I like Freak Unleash, it's a, it's a fine, perfectly fine song, but, uh, yeah, they, they play a corn song because it's corn, I guess, I don't know, um, and then, so, we, we follow Sam's the Helper as he goes through the corn maze, and I think they're using, like, 3D animation in this, like, to, like, to, to, to animate this sequence, which is neat. I guess it's like it is there's it, it seems like uh, they're getting a lot of montages in this season uh, of short, you know, one well short, relatively speaking, uh, one to one and a half minute montages. There's somebody doing something interesting on screen. And I, it feels like they're just letting either the writers or the animation artists just flex their muscles. And they do look interesting, but they're just eh. it's hard to buy into when I don't I'm not the visuals are not were never the thing that I cared the most about the Simpsons, I, I think it transitioned to that because the writing became bad, but you know, originally the animation was never great. Um, it was good, but it was never, it was the first season was rough, but after that it it became good. It was never great animation. Um, it was, it was mostly, it was really good because of the framing and of the direction, but the quality of the, like the animation itself was perfectly serviceable and you were fine with it because they've made 20 plus episodes a season it's a lot a lot to do sales the helper finds homer because he sniffed his uh safety bra training bra what what is it what homer has a bra and mars is ashamed well of course because men aren't supposed to have bras right? I, I, I i don't know what's going on so uh he finds homer and homer gets rescued you my wife marge in case I don't make it, here are my Oscar picks for next year. Best sound effects editing. The team from... Huh? Ah. Your dog's quite a trekker. Say, has he ever thought about a career in law enforcement? Um, I don't think he's ever thought about anything. Santa's little helper would be an awesome police dog. Can he, Dad? Can he? No, and never bring it up again. Please, can he? All right. <sighs> and that's how we finish out the act, because it totally makes sense that he gets to be a police dog now, because he found someone once. Yeah. Nah. I I know, Robbie. I know. Nah, I'm... Because the plot requires it, Robbie. Because the plot requires <sighs> just, There's just no reason. We just... <laughs> we spent seven minutes. So this is a seven-minute-long first act. It's all about corn mazes and wagon wheels and squash. And then at the very last 10 seconds of it, the police go, oh, yeah, Sam's a helper. He, we should be a cop. He should be a police dog. Well, okay, one, 
And like there are like ten thousand reasons why no, he shouldn't. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and like those are in universe reasons. Like, why would Bart be excited for his dog to become a police dog? Why would Sansa the Helper like? Why would the police even want Sansa the Helper? He's a greyhound. Like, you don't. There's those aren't. You wouldn't hire. They, they, they don't, don't have good senses of smell or anything. It's weird that he was able to find Homer at all. I, I, whatever. But also, they've done this plot three different times effectively at this point where Sansa Helper gets a different he like leaves the family for, and then and Bart gets sad and then he gets the dog back I, it, you, you, this iteration is not that interesting oh man and it gets so much worse this is even this is just the tip of the iceberg uh oh boy we go commercial seven minutes and five seconds and when we come back uh we the dog is at <laughs> Training school. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, I forget. Uh, no. First, first Bart has a dream <laughs> about a RoboCop version of Santa's Little Helper saving him from bad guys and math. The, and hey, then, then, it's, it's Pinhead from Hellraiser and Freddy. Uh-huh. Not Freddy, Jason. And Freddy, yes. Movie no, Monsters. No, Jason and Pinhead. Excuse Pinhead. me, it's not Freddy. Okay. Movie Monsters and a math book. Uh, and then Santa's Little Helper transforms into a motorcycle and drives Bart away. Uh, then we get back to the real world, where it's the first day of Santa's Little Helper's class. Uh, we get a horrible joke about the 4th of July and taking days off. We're going to skip right over. <sighs> and then we get to the training montage, uh, where a bunch of random animals, uh, who would never ever be police animals. I think there's an elephant. There's definitely a dolphin in there. Uh, I'm pretty sure one was a panda. There's, I just, there's an alligator, one. Matt. There, yes, there is an alligator. Uh, the Loki alligator was just a retread of this. Simpsons predicted this. Um... But uh, they're all attacking on command. Santa's little helper has a weird sequence where he sniffs out a key to a locker that has drugs in it because, of course. Uh, and then we get Rudy Giuliani giving the commencement address, uh, telling them they're all good boys uh, because none of them are females. There are no female police dogs ever, except for the one who had babies, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Matt, 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 Matt. Okay, well, let's hear it. Let's do this. I want to give this justice. Uh, it's noteworthy, at least. The Giuliani stuff was not in the original version of this episode. It wasn't? <laughs> Why? Well, I believe this is the reason I think they they gave us is because at the time, Rudy Giuliani was running for president. And so they did not want to include his voice in a Simpsons episode as like a endorsement or something. I don't know. It's not an endorsement, really, because all he does is do dog baby talk. Yeah, it has nothing to do with him actually being Rudy Giuliani. It's just him. It could be anyone famous. It would not matter what they say. It would be the same thing. Uh, I don't like Rudy Giuliani, uh, but my problems with this episode have nothing to do with Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Zero. Yeah, his part is so minimal, and it just literally could have been anyone saying this, so it doesn't make any sense. No, No, we 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 don't care. My problem with this, man. Oh my God, you're about to get it. I cannot take this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna scream. You're gonna play a clip. You're about to play a clip. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna scream. Go ahead, continue, please. All right. So as Roy pointed out, I'm about to play a clip of Santa's little helper's first day, and it is um, it's something. Listen to me, Rook. These streets are hard. It ain't like Air Bud 5, strong armor to paw. Attention all units. Domestic disturbance in progress at Rural Route 27. Domestic disturbance? You're going to have one hell of a first day, boy. Squeak them if you got them. 
I think Robbie was hoping that I included the whole thing. Oh, uh, you don't I have did. you don't have the part where Santa's little helper gets shot, Matt? No, I don't. Robbie, he gets grazed. He gets hit by shot. He, he did he does a bullet touch him? Does it touch him? Yes. Does it go through? Then him? he got no. shot, Matt. That's what that means. He got shot by a bullet. A bullet hit him. Uh, I don't know. It didn't go inside of him, but it still shot him. Why are the Simpsons airing parts of their episodes with a dog getting shot by a bullet? Because police work is dangerous, Robbie. I don't. Okay. Okay, Matt. 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 What? Who asked for this? Uh, somebody thought, hey, we haven't made the dog a police dog yet. We, we've made him everything else. Uh, he's been not Spuds McKenzie. Uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Dumpton McDuff. Yes. Duff McShark. <laughs> Duff McShark. Duff McShark for a while. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Whatever it was. Beer dog. He was a beer dog. Yes. So that's fine. That's fine. So No, it's not fine. Dog. That episode was terrible, too. This is worse, man. This is worse. It is. This is worse. Hey, hey, because... you know what I love? You know, here, Matt, these are my favorite things. I'm going to hear my favorite things. My favorite things are animals being hurt. Uh, I love that. It's my I love it. It's so mm-hmm. good. I love animals in pain. Um, my other favorite thing is copaganda. I love that. I love, uh, uh, you know, stirring looks at uh, how hard life is as a police officer. Um, and then uh-huh. you combine that in the Simpsons and uh, you have uh, stupid si- jokes about it. And That's what uh, makes the best being just a person. He's just human. This is like, uh, like literally this entire episode is Sansla helper becoming a human. Basically. Yes. He is. He is, he is they couldn't make a member of the family a cop again because they've already made Homer a cop. They've already made Marge a cop. They can't make the kids cops. So the next one down is Santa's little helper. Bart so did that right. Al- still Bart, Bart did right alongs, Matt. Oh, that's true. Bart did do the right alongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he became the hall monitor, which is like being a cop. Yep. So I don't think so. So we're waiting for the cat episode, what you're saying. Uh, and Maggie has shot people. Maggie's more on the supply side of crime than the. Uh, I'm know, on the team Maggie crime. here. I'm Maggie all the way. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We're, we're I, still waiting for the cat. The cat is probably also on the supply side of crime. She's probably stealing things and, you know, uh, we haven't found yet. So I'm waiting for that episode. She is a cat. But I mean, there's a reason they call them cat burglars. I like the we see like what what, what uh, this whole episode from this, especially from this point on, Matt, every single moment, I I feel like the episode is challenging me to lose my mind. Like I cannot take it every single moment. And like, and then, and it swerves. It goes like here, ridiculous scene with Sam's little helper as a police officer. And then it goes back to Bart and Bart's scenes are all like sweet and smaltzy. Like, Oh, I miss my dog. What's happening. And then it cuts to Sam's little helper. And he's like, you know, arresting people or some stupid stuff. And you're like, I, Okay, Robbie, just breathe. We'll get through this together, okay? Meanwhile, okay, so the whole point of this is they show up to domestic disturbance, which is uh, Cletus gave the pig a day of beauty, that, uh, but nothing to Brandine. So Brandine is shooting at him with a shotgun uh, that is shooting slugs, um, which and Cletus scurries away and doesn't die or anything because he's under a wash tub. Not how that works, but whatever. Meanwhile, the dog gets shot Bart, here, by the way. We, the, the dog literally, gets shot. The dog gets shot. It's, the dog gets grazed by a bullet, and he's not really hurt or anything. We ne- it never comes back. It's just on his first day, he gets hit by a bullet. Okay? No, it's Meanwhile, not. It never comes back. No, they, like, 
Sansa Helper, within the span of like a week, is traumatized. Like, like it, the, the dog is like has PTSD by the end of your act, Matt. So don't tell me it doesn't well, come yeah, back. Wait. Okay, fair enough. It, it doesn't, but when you're an arm of state power, uh, you know, disenfranchising the lower classes, I mean, you're going to be involved in some traumatic stuff. It's just kind of the way it goes. Why is this in the Simpsons? Why is this a Simpsons episode? Uh, because the plot required it. I don't know, I Robbie. Don't... <laughs> Robbie, we're not even halfway through, okay? Just calm down. We'll get to much worse things coming up. Great. All right. So, meanwhile, Bart... <laughs> tries to walk the cat and that goes about as well as you'd expect from a cat who has not been trained to walk on a leash uh which you can do uh most cats don't care though uh he misses santa little helper he really wants his dog back uh but he can't have him now that he's a, he's a police officer on the job uh meanwhile uh lou and santa's little helper uh, are on their shift to go to get a drink because if you're a cop you're gonna drink on the job that's kind of what you have to do wow. santa's little helper is going hard on the the, the booze Matt. because Matt. obviously he's traumatized Matt. Why is the dog yes, drinking? Robbie. Because you've said it, the dog is a human in this episode. He's not a real dog. They give, your, they give the dog beer in his own dog bowl at the cop bar. What is happening? Why is this in this episode? Because, Robbie, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> I can't take this today. I'm going on vacation right. in three days and I okay. have to... That's why we're doing this today, to cleanse you of this before you have to leave. We want you to have some time to calm down before you get on the road. We don't need you with this kind of road rage, all right? I've gotten a lot better, okay, with my anger and frustration on the road. I've gotten a lot better. I've done a lot of work on that, okay? But I am gonna not going to – I'm not holding back on my anger on the Simpsons. They feed Cecil okay. Helper beer in a dog bowl at a cop bar. What is happening? What's happening is that meanwhile, uh, <laughs> nearby in a park – Sink is selling steroids to the bullies because Matt, I don't know. They were like, Oh, snake needs to sell drugs, but we can't sell drugs to kids. So he's got to sell steroids, which Matt, are like soft drugs. That's not what pills. That's not how steroids work. I know. But Robbie, the duck ate the steroids. It has like completely roided out legs. Obviously at that point, I think my mind left me. I, I literally break down the scene, Matt go please. Okay. So, Snake has a sack full of pills, not a suitcase, just a sack, a, a basically a money sack without the dollar sign on it of loose pills that he's about to sell the bullies uh, because they're they're wanting to get like big muscles. So Santa's little helper shows up and chases uh, Snake through the playground. Uh, he catches Snake because <laughs> Snake jumps on the other little net, uh, the, like the little uh, uh, what do you call it, Robbie? The the you know, it's a climbing, it's a ladder, it's a net ladder. It's a, it's a climbing rope, it's a climbing net rope kind of thing. Yeah. So Snake jumps on that and then stands there and watches as Santa's little helper runs up on top of the play equipment and bites that off so he falls on the ground. And that is how he catches Snake. It was like a two Meanwhile, foot. Meanwhile, the duck eats steroids and gets massive legs. It's a two foot. It's a two foot fall. Like I just don't know. Exactly. I don't know what's happening anymore. Like there's no. I, this is insanity. The, the, a duck eats a pill, man. Season eighteen, Robin. A, a, a duck eats a pill. This is Scully level. We. This is a Scully year episode, really. This is honestly because it's so insane. Uh, a duck eats a one pill. And suddenly its legs are massive and it goes quack. Like it has a deep quack. Like it has a deep voice all of a sudden. <laughs> what is mm-hmm. going on? That's what happens. <laughs> Why is this? Anyway. 
And it's about to get so much worse uh, because the next thing we see is Santa's little helper in court watching Snake go free because of improperly filled out paperwork with dog paws, paw prints all over. That's, they're relying on Santa's little helper to fill out the paperwork so Snake goes free, which causes Santa's little helper to get very angry. Uh, but you should just fill out your paperwork correctly. Uh, it's really important that people who have play the clip, you know, Matt. I, I, I need to yell about this. Play the clip. Hurry up! I'm losing. I'm losing okay. it. It's, it's mostly the end though, because uh, you stand accused of giving hope to scrawny young men. How do you plead? Guilty of being innocent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid because of this improperly filled out police report. I have no choice but to let you go. Case dismissed. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. I'm going straight. Straight to my customers to sell more drugs. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to let it go. Relax for a couple of days with your family. Come back fresh on Monday. Robbie, please don't break your own things. Find something from a writer of this episode I'm and break so that. I'm so angry. What is going on? Well, you see, Robbie. No, uh, there's I this don't thing see where criminals go free because of improperly filled out paperwork because, you know, judges are stupid. What is We haven't been electing hard on crime judges for 30, 40 years now. No, what no. is happening? Why is they, they pick, they show a piece of paper and it has dog prints all over it. What is going on? Lou talks to Sansla Helper like he's a cop. Sansla Helper is a dog. There's a whole episode where he doesn't even understand what Bart says. Why does Sansla that's, that's Helper golden year. Why does Sansla Helper care if Snake goes free? He's a dog. Robbie, the whole point of the episode is to show how hard it is to be a cop. I don't care. Can only Why do is Sansla for... Helper a cop? Why is this so crazy? Are they are they that desperate for ideas? Robbie, I think we've done this enough now that we can say that yes, yes they are. He's just he's a guy. He's not. A, he's a dog. What is going on? Mm-hmm. He is a dog. How sure of that are you? All right. So you're on your own, man. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I'm gone. You're done. It's your episode. Go on. Go for it. All right. So that is where the act ends. Uh, Santa's little helper has bitten Bart because of his stressed out nature. (laughs) And we go to a commercial. So as we can see, it's very, very difficult to be a cop. And you get angry all the time at uh, all these scumbag criminals who are doing horrible uh, things like selling steroids. Okay. Things that are illegal, actually. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Okay. I, the, Robbie's either going to turn into the Joker or Two-Face. I'm pretty sure he's in a Two-Face moment right now where half of the time he just loses his mind and half the time he's safe. I don't... Why? Hey, as long as you don't go zazzing it up, we'll be fine. Why is... Why is the... Why does the dog care? Um, they just... Like... 
This is like a cop movie from the seventies. Why is Sandler Helper? It, it is because dogs have this innate sense of good people versus bad people. That's they not really how they were trained or anything like that. It just something internal to them. They know a bad person when they see one, and and dogs can't be like racist or anything either because they're dogs. How would that even happen? Okay, man. We come back from a commercial at Act Three, and Act Three, twelve minutes and fifty nine seconds, leaving us a really long third act. It's the longest act uh, of the three. Um, they've decided to add a whole episode in here in this third act. They just introduce a different thing altogether. <laughs> that just uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, so now Sansa Helper is chained in the backyard. He's chained up. He can't handle being with his family and being a cop at the same time. Yeah, and it's at this point you could. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I hate it. Uh, but I mean, you could just make it about now that he was trained a certain way it's hard to train him back but they don't do that um instead we have a discussion about why they need to get rid of the dog i can't believe it my own dog bit me now that he's had a taste of human flesh the dog will be a slave to its succulents look at him eyeing me he knows i taste best don't blame the dog folks a cop's life is so intense he has to channel it somewhere me i knit violent imagery pretty grim huh Oh, I love Santa's little helper, but I don't know if we can have him in our home anymore. Mom, you can't send him away. He's a dog, not Grandpa. What if Santa's little helper stops being a police dog? Then he can get a non-violent job, like barking songs on novelty Christmas records. You can do it, boy. No, boy, that's Hanukkah. Forget it, kid. He's a cop now. Well, I bet he can't resist this. Fetch, boy. My God, I've lost him. Homer! <laughs> oh, relax, Marge. I'm just messing with you. I know I'm not a dog. I'm a people like you. Homer, it's just Flanders. You know him. You had to include the Homer barking stuff, didn't you? Welcome to my nightmare, Matt. <laughs> it was my nightmare, too. I just didn't have to record it. I understand. Um... So Sansa Helper is, I guess, doomed. Yeah. Once once you become a cop, you can never just unprogram yourself. You know that that trauma is part of you forever. I mean, he's no been hope. The, You're just has it. Sansa Helper been a cop for like a week? Like it? It sure seems that way. It has it even been that long? I don't know. And he's also just like Sansa Helper is like a person, by the way, not a dog anymore. He's just a human that just happens to look like a dog. So Matt, Sansa Helper now. Uh, I guess they, they we don't even see like a goodbye. We don't even get a goodbye scene. We just cut to him moving in with Lou. Yep. Lou, who we never know whether he has actual training with a canine unit at all. I don't. Uh, he moves in with Lou and uh, they go on a double date. You can live with me now because because only cops understand cops. Hey, Lou, want to party tonight? Oh, not tonight, Shaquille. I'm uh, hanging out with my new roommate. Oh, my God, a police dog. Oh, I have a friend who would love him. (laughs) Okay, but uh, just remember, they don't love us. They just love the uniform. All right, now, uh, who's going with who? Get it? It's so funny because, you know, the human might date the dog. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. What, Robbie? Okay, so 
<clears throat> I guess that's what life is like for Sam's little helper now. He lives with Lou and goes on a date with a lady, one of his neighbor's dogs. I guess I don't know. Like I like they don't dogs don't go on dates, but now that Sam's little helper is a human, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, that's probably why they got that confused, Matt. That's why Lou has to say that who's going out with who because the dogs are effectively humans mm-hmm. in this episode, The Simpsons. Of course. Everyone remembers all the classic Sam's Little Helper episodes where the dog turns into a human person, where they personify him to such a degree where he, that he might as well be human. Everyone remembers all They're this classic. They're trying to make a point, Robbie. What, and, and what is that? They can only make that point. What, what point uh, is that? that? A cop's life is hard, but they ran out of people to turn into cops. So <laughs> they already did police corruption in one episode. So in this episode, they have to make it them seem good. So you know, they got to balance everything out. Got to be fair and balanced, Robbie. See, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it is worth mentioning. Springfield connection. Marge becomes a cop, has to quit because of the corrupting influence of the police department. Now she can't change it. And so she has to quit and feels defeated by that. I think the ending of that episode is a little bit, I don't know, undeveloped. I think they could have, I think Springfield connection has, is just missing like a single defining thing at the very end that would set that kind of rounds Marge's arc in that episode. Uh, But I will say this Springfield connection understands the perspective of the Simpsons, that anti-authorial viewpoint that has always been there. It is something I look for in a Simpsons episode. It is a, an identity, something I consider in a, a fundamental part of what the Simpsons is. Well, yeah. And sometimes there are episodes where there is no authority, and that's fine. But in an episode, if there is an authority figure, if there was something to rebel against, the Simpsons need to do that. Uh, but they haven't done that for you know, nine years now, eight years. Uh, and yes, like you said, it's part of the Simpson DNA. Uh, it's what they, they established the show on is first Bart rebelling and then Homer and the rest of the family, uh, finding something and pointing out its hypocrisy and they do the exact opposite here. Yeah. And there's no, like you could maybe point at this and say they're trying to parody cop dramas. That is my guess. If they are. But they're doing a very bad job. That's the thing. Like, at a certain point, unless you do it well, it you're fundamentally – you're, all you're doing is becoming the thing you're trying to parody. And that's what this does. And I don't really know if they're trying to be a parody or not. It doesn't read like a parody. It reads just like a, a – like it is just an homage. And that is – if you are – if you're not good at a parody – what you become is an homage, and uh, I don't need – I don't want homage where Sansel Helper becomes a police officer from, like, a 70s cop movie or something. It's just terrible. Um, but there's no – there is no rebelliousness to this. There's no there's no cynicism. There's no questioning uh, about authority, about the police force. And you look at Springfield Connection, it does it perfectly. It does actually capture, like, oh, look – the small town police force is corrupt, and to be fair, it's something that's kind of present with the, the the with the Simpsons since the very beginning. They've always painted this the Springfield police force as idiots and corrupt, and uh, it's just something people deal with. This episode's like, no, being a cop's hard, and you're like, okay, no. and okay, just, it's just hero worship. 
yeah, being a cop is hard because we've given them way too much to do and put too much responsibility and power in certain people's hands. That's the problem with small town institutions is they're all corrupt because every institution is made up of people. And the only thing keeping institutions clean is institutional memory, uh, which can be lost very easily, especially in small towns because of the limited number of people in charge of that institutional memory. And the Simpsons used to understand that, but now you have them doing stuff like this and every institution as Springfield grows, uh, it gets worse and worse. Matt, I'm not laughing at you, but it is, this episode does not deserve that amount of intelligence. It doesn't. No, but I mean, we have that intelligence, which we at least try. You're, you're like, you're, you're bringing up very smart and very intelligent points, but this episode involves, I'm, I'm about to describe the Simpsons go to a pet store. <laughs> God almighty. The Simpsons go to a pet oh, store. Please don't, Robbie. Yeah, please I, just ignore this one No, bit, no, no, no. I. It's insane. It is just insane. It's just crazy. The Simpsons go to a pet store. Uh, and they're looking around. Bart wants a new pet, I guess. I don't know. He just lost the dog. I don't know why on earth they want to replace... Well, you know parents. They're always trying to placate their children with new things when something bad happens. Okay, fair enough. Regardless, why is this in this episode, though? Like, why? It's the third act. There's, like, five minutes left of this episode, and Bart's getting a new pet. This is a thing that happens in the second act, early on, because Santa's little mm-hmm. helper has left him, so he gets a new pet to replace him. And then you can have time and build all this stuff together, except they just do it right now. Uh, and it's just, Bart wants a snake. What's a python. And they ultimately decide on, a, on on the python after some shopping. And to give him the snake, uh, they have Charles Bronson voice clerk, man. They He has a snake on a reel, like you would for like a hose, a garden hose. And he turns the crank and the snake reels out. And he asks him, how many, how long the snake do you want? And... There's some hemming and hauling because Homer doesn't want to spend a lot of money and they don't need that big of a snake. And when they finally decide on the length of snake they want, the store the store clerk has a big blade on a handle like a paper cutter and cuts the length of snake they want. Uh... <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What? What is happening? <laughs> cut a snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just cut the snake. <laughs> what is going on? Isn't that hilarious? They just, just cut a snake in half. Yeah. That's not, wonderful. It doesn't even make Go sense. Go ahead and give that a shot, kids. What is going on? Uh, then we, Matt, here I have my, this is my final clip. I have entitled it Dinner with Strangles, which is the name of the snake. He is so awesome. I already love him more than I love Lisa. It says here, don't bother naming them. Snakes have poor hearing and only live to strangle. I like it. Strangles. Hey, Lisa, want to touch Strangles? He's not slimy at all. He's scaly. Ew, he is slimy. That's because I soaked him in slime. <laughs> well, you little... I'll teach you to trick your sister. Homer, can you breathe? Well, I can breathe out okay. Don't give Snake 
attention. It's what he really I'm okay. Isn't Homer murder hilarious? I mean, he's fine, man. He says so himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, this is just in so long. Like, enough, again, like how, you, listen, you just listen to that. 30 seconds of Homer getting strangled. Uh-huh. Like, what? What is this? Why is this in this episode? You don't have anything else I, to talk about? You want to need it instead showing a sneak, just choking Homer to death? Well, it's funny because it's a reversal. Normally, Homer is strangling Bart, so now Homer gets strangled. Isn't that funny? The no, reversal? No, no, it's not. It's not funny. I didn't laugh at that. My opinion, obviously, is very subjective, but I, 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 I did not think that was very funny. I don't. I don't think it. at this point. I also not sure if I was in touch with reality after watching this episode. Um, then we take the snake to show and tell. It eats Martin's rabbit, which is great. I really thought that was funny too. Uh, mentioned that earlier point about how I think animals being in pain and killed is hilarious. Um, um, and I that is the intent here. We are supposed to laugh at a rabbit being killed. So much animal torture in this episode. I, oh boy. Um, the snake escapes here, uh, and then chaos reigns. That's what the end of this episode is just in chaos. It is just is is scene after scene of chaos and nonsense and banter that doesn't make any sense in in context or out of context. Um, the snake escapes. Cops are called in. Uh, the the all the kids flee the school along with all the teachers. Um, we see Sounds of Hope trying to find the snake. Instead, he retrieves uh, the Frisbee that Bart has in his locker. Why does Bart have the dog's Frisbee at his school? I don't know. It doesn't because it it's convenient for the plot is the answer, actually. Um, but this devolves into the cops just bantering about shamrock shakes. Because hmm, you have time, Robbie. You have so much extra time in this episode. They just they they, they talk about shamrock shakes for a while. And uh, the school is... Um, then filled with poison gas because the snake accidentally makes it in the chemistry lab. He knocks some chemicals over and they mix and is some poison because he's trying to swallow a computer. Uh huh. Why is this? Well, why? Why? I'm losing it, Matt. I like he. I didn't. I, I didn't dream this. Right. This is not like a fever dream. He try the snake tries to swallow a computer monitor. Why? What's the joke? I is there supposed to be one? Matt, are you doing this mm-hmm. on purpose? Are you doing this on purpose? I'm about to scream nope. again. I'm going to start yelling again. This, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's supposed to be, there's supposed to be jokes. Oh, but Robbie, this is, this is not one of the, the funny parts. The funny parts is later when the snake makes a toxic chemical that almost kills everyone. That's the funny part, right? Everything in your show, any aspiring artists out there, this is a good thing to remember if you're trying to tell narrative fiction. Everything in your story should serve advancing the story. Uh, building character, or in in a in a comedy, should be funny, and ideally, in the best Simpsons, it will do all three of them. It will demonstrate character, it will advance your story, and it will be funny. This, I guess, advances the story, does not build any character, does is not funny. I, I calling anything in this happens in this episode a story. To be fair, is it's just nonsense. It's just a bunch of nonsense. There's poison gas now, guys. There's poison in the school. Bart's still inside. Sounds like Helper runs in after him. Um, Bart passes out because of the poison gas. I guess he wakes up to both 
strangles and says will help her, quote unquote, saving him. Other than, but they haven't saved him. He's in the school. Uh, and then he has to choose between the snake or the dog, and he chooses the dog, and the snake is sad. And then, Matt, and then, mm-hmm. I can't pull a clip of this because there's no audio, but they have the, the snake hiss or stick out its tongue a couple times, and it acts like it's talking, and they give it subtitles. They give, Matt, I'm going to say this, they give the snake subtitles. Uh-huh. They uh-huh. give strangles. Who just a moment just a moment ago was trying to swallow a computer, they give it subtitles to make us feel sad for the snake. The snake didn't exist until six minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm turning into a tea kettle. <laughs> okay, we're almost there, Robert. We're almost there. <sighs> Bart chooses Sales Little Hubbard, because of course he does. Of course he chooses his dog. And then Willie takes the snake and puts him. That's how the episode ends, Matt. Is how the episode ends. Puts them where they keep the fire hose. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the end. We're we're done, Robbie. We never have to talk about this again. No, we're not. We have to do the rest of the episode, Matt. Oh, but but isn't that the end? No, it's not. Uh oh my god. This I'm glad this episode is over. I I don't know if this episode is definitively worse by uh, by you know what, like I mean, the past few episodes have all been terrible, but. There's just something about this one that has just infuriated me the entire time. I was just so angry. I was, I hate it. I said, I hate this multiple times in our notes. It's the dog stuff, the cop stuff. I, I cannot take it. Why is Hazel Helper a human? Why are we watching? Like, why is so much like, I don't mind Lou, but why is Lou such a central character all of a sudden? Like, I, I don't get it. It doesn't even give Lou character. He just has, we see his apartment. Like, okay, can we get character? What is this? This is there's nothing about this that is hasn't been done a thousand times better in other Sansa Hopper episodes. Uh, all the good Sansa Hopper episodes, they treat him like a dog, a dog that. Uh, hey Matt, I have a dog. I have a mm-hmm. dog. I love my dog. You have a dog. You love your yep. dog. Yep. Do you need your dog to be a human to love them? No. Turns no. out, no, I don't. No, you don't. I don't. You, I you people. There's plenty of Simpsons episodes where I go, oh, Sans will help her because he's a dog and dogs are naturally likable, naturally way more likable than humans because uh, they're true innocence, largely. Why on earth do you do they take a, a, a nice, innocent, lovely dog and turn him into some traumatized uh, uh, rage machine that bites Bart? And you're like, what dog of death did this? A thousand times better. Mm-hmm. And Dog of Death, I don't even think is that good an episode. But Dog of Death looks l- l- like the, the the Mona Lisa compared to this. It, it is like eminent art of the highest degree compared to this episode. It makes me so angry. I wanted to smash things. Um, hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. You got to ask me a thing about the question about the... Oh, are, are we... Or you're going about how terrible this episode is? Okay. Uh, Robbie, is this episode broken? Hey, we'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Yes, Matt, it is broken. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. It is broken, Matt. I'm going to say this unqualifiable. I am not. I have no interest in fixing this episode. There's no reason to. Nothing in this episode is a plot worth having. There's no, there's no, like, 
you go down to the very base premise of this, Sam's little helper becomes a police dog. Why? What story needs to be told that way? I fantastic idea. I can't think of one. What, like, if there is a story that needs to be told, I don't want it to be a Simpsons episode. Like, I don't know what. Like, why does this episode exist? Why would you write an episode where you make the dog a cop? It feels like it feels like this is purposely bad. That's what this feels like sabotage. It seems like it, but I guess we'll never know. I don't think any of the people involved with this episode are ever going to talk to talk to me, Matt. I certainly wasn't very kind to them. But no, I don't. Can't I? Could I fix this? I can make it better. I don't care. I don't want it. I hate it. I hate this idea. I hate everything about it. I don't want it. Oh, thank you. Go away. We move on to our next segment. It's time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Take a deep breath, Robbie. Take a deep breath. Let your anger release. It's okay. Comments of the news group segment where I ask our patrons their thoughts about an episode. They liked it, not for them to leave a review. First from Mark. There's a few moments in this episode that made me laugh. Homer and the snake made me laugh. I did like the use of freak on a leash hearing that made me want to listen to some corn. The one good thing about it. Um, from Benjamin, the animation from season 18 has been excellent. Since the helper met Bay's scene was so well done. You can clearly see how meh the rest of the episode was as well. I laughed a few times at admittedly dumb things. So I'll either give this episode a few points for that or take away a few points from myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Tim, when I heard that this episode included Rudy, the sign did say Four Seasons, Giuliani, I thought, this is going to be terrible. Well, I wouldn't go as far as saying it was good, or even average, is clearly better than the last two episodes. We get some insight into cops not named Wiggum, even though even being introduced to one of Lou's neighbors, whom sadly I don't think we ever see again. And I don't believe Strangles makes another appearance, though it's possible he's in the background at some point I had noticed projected rank 317. I don't... I don't know if you're necessarily wrong, Tim, about the quality of this episode, but it did infuriate me. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just the dog. I think doing dogs, dog and cop stuff mixed all together. I just it, it was a recipe for like just like that snake knocking over those chemicals made poison gas. Next from old peeny can Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo Schnrub. Uh, a dumb episode where people act like animals and animals act like people. This is another one where the writers can't seem to settle on a story and so simply throw a bunch of random junk out there and hope some of it will land. There's something minorly redeeming in Bart's arc about missing and reuniting with his dog. See also Dog of Death. But it's done too hastily and cartoonishly to earn any real sentiment. And woe be to this episode for leaning into the awful, unfunny Wiggum Lou dynamic here. A real dud. Yeah, I, we didn't talk much about the Wiggum Lou dynamic, but it's it's incredibly toxic and awful. Yeah, there's a lot of it. A lot of this episode. A lot of it in here, and I don't like it. Um, from Derek, boring and annoying? Yup, it's an Al Jean-era episode, all right. It's like they took elements of Dog of Death, K-9 Mutiny, and Shudder's old yellow belly, put them in a blender, and turned out this rehashed, uninspired slop. I'm not even all that concerned with originality. As long as I'm entertained and amused, I'm happy. But entertaining and amusing, this is not. Uh, from JJ, it's generally a rule in The Simpsons that animals are treated like animals. Sam's Little Helper and Snowball 2 standing on their hind legs like a couple of Rory Calhouns and saying we love you 
was a one-off gag and bark. It's an elephant. But Stopper, my dog will shoot. Felt like stretched out. Felt like that stretched out over an entire episode. Level anthropomorphism broke the established reality show. As soon as the helper is written like a human with complex emotions throughout. Bark getting the snake also happened far too late. A problem a lot of season eighteen episodes have, where the plot suddenly changes over halfway through. At least the characters aren't monsters like the last two episodes. Development for Lou was nice, and there are several side gags like the giant math book and Bart's fantasy. Still not enough for this one to escape the garbage pile, though. And finally, from Mr. Simpson's writer himself, here's the thing. I fell asleep during writing class when they covered Save the Cat, and somehow I remembered it as Shoot the Dog. Boy, is my face red. <laughs> oh, God. It's always important to shoot the dog. That's Everyone loves seeing animals hurt. That's my, uh, that's my writing book I'm going to write. It's, called, don't, it's mm-hmm. called Shoot the Dog. Everyone loves animals being tortured. It's my, everyone loves it. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Simpsons crime? Matt, take it away. All right. First up from Andy, uh, the writers stealing from the studio with some of the garbage they produce. <laughs> oh, it's so meta. Uh, from Mark, Homer and his gang on Homer the Vigilante when they basically forget why they became vigilantes and get power hungry. Mostly for the line, Kent, I'd be lying if I said my men weren't committing crimes. <laughs> uh, from Timothy, I need a price check on two grapes. Yeah, you heard me, Phil. Two lousy, stinking grapes. Uh, from Tim, uh, Bart the Murderer in many ways featured what was the best about the golden years. Take a simple premise, point out some of its ridiculousness, and develop characters. We got a pretty good insight into the way Skinner operates. I made a game out of it. I counted the times I bounced a basketball one hour, then tried to beat the net the next hour. Uh, we saw how Fat Tony's gang shifts blame around, plus a probably not totally inaccurate look at how smokers would respond to a cigarette shortage. Homer responds to Bart having loads of cartons in his room somewhat responsibly, if not totally effectively. And of course, Wiggum was being Wiggum. From old painty can Joey, Joe Joe Junior Shabadoo Snrub. Uh, we need a we need an acronym for that. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, I'm a sucker for the absurdity of Mo smuggling various endangered species through the bar like orca whales and pandas. Oh, that was good. That was real good. We gotta get him back to Sea World. <laughs> uh, from Lauren. Due to my special love for Marge, I have to go with Ruth and Marge fleeing the police in a stolen car in Marge and Chains. It's such a wonderful episode, and I love this episode. Uh, from Brendan, the way the show tried to steal our affection for Lisa in No Good Read Goes Unpunished uh, with her looking at the photo of Apu while saying the exact opposite of what Lisa would say. Uh, that's yeah, your, that was That's your that favorite? The that's the favorite? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> from Derek, Homer's road rage in the early years. He won't let anything stand in the way of getting a trampoline and overturns a car without a second thought. Another time, he continually bashes into Homer's hand, truck, goes into satellite, and careen off a cliff edge. I really enjoy that Homer would ever so casually commit behavior homicide in the classic years, and how the writers could make our protagonists carry out such heinous acts, and they're never anything less than hilarious. Fast forward to the late teen years, and he starts stealing for no reason, and we hate him because the writers have no idea what they're doing. Very true, Derek. From Hoffa, the police force stealing the counterfeit jeans. The evidence uh, mysteriously disappeared. Looking good, boys. Oh, God. Um... For my JJ, testing. Testing. Oh, that was good. Testing. That was good. So much destruction. Uh, from Matt, the Andrew blog. Bart and Jessica Lovejoy calmly but deliberately reclining in front of a no loitering sign. Oh, classic. Uh, from Matt, Bort ATX. Does all of a season 18 count as a crime? I mean, yes, but it's also made up of smaller crimes. <laughs> uh, from Matt, Energy Turtle. When Homer and Lisa trespass at the museum to see the orb of Isis in Lost Star Lisa. Nothing like bonding over petty crime. Very true. 
uh, from Matt. Yes, it's Aaron. So many great ones from Homie the Clown. Homer brutally assaulting the Krusty Burglar. Fat Tony's henchman creating speed holes and nearly killing Ned. But best of all, Homer's 20 counts of vehicular homicide on the highway while celebrating new billboard day. Oh, so true. Uh, from Matt L. Columbia 88. Easy. Homer as the beer baron. Yes. Uh, from at Deadman74. Ooh, I'm not sure whether to pick Marge sexually abusing Homer or Homer blaming Marge for a DUI. So I'll just say Smithers kidnapping Tom Jones. Oh, man. Smithers kidnapping Tom Jones. Oh, goodness. Uh, from Ryan. Uh, Hi, Matt Robbie. The show is great. My favorite Simpson crime is from Dumbbell Indemnity. When Homer believes he'll become the best car thief ever and in the process, prevents Snake from stealing Moe's car, stops to watch Hail to the Chimp, watches what you get for not hailing to the ship, takes a quick nap, misses the train, and devises a new plan which culminates in Moe. Homer, you moron. Homer. Homer, you genius. He, <laughs> Geronimo. Uh, whoa, ho, huh? That was Homer rolling back into the car, for those of you who haven't seen the episode. Uh, the animation could more perfectly capture his leap from the car and traverse through what can only be described as a naturally forming Rube Goldberg device, which, to his horror, returns him behind the steering wheel, just as Moe's car launches from the clifftop and lands in the water. So memorable and hilarious. Thanks for all your great work. Robbie, what is yours? I have to go with the beer. <coughs> Excuse me. The beer, <laughs> the beer baron. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll get you, beer baron. No, you won't. I, how can I not? How can I not pick it, Matt? What's your answer? I mean, that is obviously number one. Uh, but since you picked it, I'm going to go with Bart cutting the head off Jebediah Springfield. Uh, it is just a classic early Simpsons caper uh, back when they realized that, oh, the Simpsons can be edgy and heartfelt at the same time. And they just seem to have lost that idea over the years. So bring it back, please. Please. <laughs> so polite, please. Matt. You're so polite. Uh, next week's question. What's your favorite police drama? Despite all my comments in this episode, there are plenty of police dramas that I do like to watch. So what is your favorite? I will post this question on our social media. Dramas will be tough. You can't just pick Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Matt. Uh, I know. That's why you said drama. And I'm <laughs> uh, uh Post this question on social media at on Twitter at SimpsonsRoPod. Uh, you can email us at SimpsonsRoPod at gmail.com. And I also post it on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. It is time once again that the, the episodes are we are weaning down season 18 and we're coming to an uh, a, a, coming to a head here with our trivia contest. It's time for the no Google trivia challenge. Are we going to no? I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The no Google trivia challenge where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium and one hard and try and stump the other. Matt has a six-point lead on me. We're getting to the end of the season. And I don't like that at all. I need I need a we I need to make up ground today. I'm not You can do it, Robbie. I've I've asked very easy questions today. <sighs> Thanks, man. Now I'm gonna get them all wrong. <laughs> and you laugh at me. So really appreciate that. Okay, Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I am ready. In Dog of Death, Sam's little helper is taken in by who? He's taken in by who? Who who takes possession of the dog? Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. The dog runs away. Someone takes him. I'm sorry. There's so many episodes where he has run off that I'm just like, uh, dog of death. Oh, Mr. Bird. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of a different episode. I'm like, the blind guy. What's his name? No, uh, Mr. Bird's. That, okay? that, is, that is correct, Matt. Yes, you, you got it. Finally, eventually you got there. 
I'm, I'm. I know. Uh, I'm dumb. Don't get me wrong. You're gonna see what the problem right, is, you're, Matt. You're gonna go. Oh, what, Mister Birds, Dog of Death? What's that? And then I'm gonna ask you a medium hard question. You'll be like, Oh yeah, the uh, Sergeant Fatso Johnson from Here to Eternity. You're never gonna let that go. <laughs> all right, all right. Your easy question. What is the name of the ball dog that Bart orders in the Canine Mutiny? You have the oh my god, Matt! You are asking questions about the Canine Mutiny, and you don't even know. Laddie, you are correct. You literally have the title of the other episode that you're confusing with in front of you. Are you telling me that? Exactly. That's why I'm thinking about it. <sighs> okay. Your medium question, Matt. How much does the operation for Sans Little Helper cost? Uh, $730. I'm sorry, Matt. It's $750. <sighs> Dang it. I was so close. All right. Hey, another money question for you. How much did Laddie cost? $1,800. I don't see how this is correct, but it's $1,200. Like, you can't even buy a dog for that. Like, my dad bought one of his bulldogs back in the 90s, and it was, I think, $1,500. And and, and this is a, a freshly trained dog? No, no, that's not how that works. Okay, I'm just saying. Not nearly enough money. I'm just saying that, that I'm not, this is not, obviously, this is not the ideal situation, but I had friends who worked for a pet store. Back in 2000, late 2000s, when I was in high school and then in college a little bit, uh, and they sold dogs for like 800 bucks. They were purebred. That's true, but they are, are they are not trained the way Laddie is trained. I I mean, it's just a number. I mean, it doesn't matter. Who cares? I think they just spitballed it. You're right. You're right. All right. You ready Hit for me. you ready for a hard question? I'm ready. In Dog of Death, what is the winning lottery number? Oh God. Uh, sixteen, eighteen, twenty-three. Four. It's six numbers. No it's six numbers, Matt. It's a lottery number. <sighs> oh, that was like one of the local lotteries. That was only like three or four. Uh, 28 and 12. <laughs> Normally they go up as you, but okay, whatever. 17, 3, 26, 41, 38, 49. Sorry, I didn't listen to Kent Brockman when he read the numbers. My mm, bad. I know. That's why it's a hard question. Mm-hmm. All right, your hard question. Who trained Laddie? Is this 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 is a name a specific name? It's a name, yes. Oh boy. Okay. Um, Art Garfunkel. I'm sorry. It's Major jo- Major Jonas Fong, A L B D A. That's an easy. Uh, you asked me easy questions today, huh? Uh huh. Those are easy questions. Jonas Fong. <laughs> I know, right? Jonas Fong. <laughs> I'm supposed to remember, Matt. I can't. I can't even like after this episode, after stop where my dog will shoot. I'm a, I'm a, I might mm-hmm. be able to like dinner might be out of my grasp. Like I won't be able to eat like chewing. <laughs> I will have forgotten how to chew food after watching this episode. Like, like it yeah. erases every Simpsons episode now is erasing a part of my mind. Like I'm losing. It's like back to the future where people just start fading from pictures. That's my head. It just mm-hmm. things just disappear. Like tomorrow I'm not gonna be able to stand. I'm gonna have to learn how to walk again tomorrow. <laughs> That's what's going on. I'm going to wake up and like suddenly my leg, I'm like, I try and stay up and my, ugh, I'm like a newborn pony. I'm still behind by six points. I think there's only two episodes left in the season. That's not very good. Uh, maybe only one left. I don't know anymore. My whole brain has left me. How many episodes are left, Matt? Let's check. There are two minutes. There's two episodes left. So I have two episodes. That's, that's somewhat reassuring. Um, there's opportunity. Um, what do we do? How does it, see? I've forgotten. Like I don't remember how to like do a podcast. I believe next up we we rank the episode. Oh right, uh, that's enough for trivia. 
Matt's gonna have to, like baby baby me through every single podcast recording. He's like, we just okay, we Robbie, need to finish this episode, okay, and then your your brain can stop working. Okay, Robbie. Next, we do this, and I'll be like, yes, that's right. Uh, it is time for our final segment. The segment we had every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categories. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. I hate this episode, Matt. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hate. Hate. How far down does that hate exist? I don't know. The hate is pr- is really bad. It's probably... The episode itself is not as probably as bad as much as, much as I hate it. But it is a bad episode. I don't. That's not debatable. Yep. But I don't think I... I think I hate it more than it is bad. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's I need fair. you to temper my so, hatred is what I'm asking. Okay. For. Okay. I'm going to say this episode is incredibly stupid, um, but it's not quite as bad as Robbie's hatred would lead you to believe. Um, okay. So uh, I'm going to say this episode is worse than last week's episode, Crook and Ladder. Uh, but I don't think it's actively offensive in the way of Missionary Impossible or Goo Guy Pants. So somewhere between those two. So between 364 and 369. The judge holds up police paperwork, and there's paw prints on it. Dog footprints on it, yes. There's paw prints on police paperwork, which is them saying that whenever Sansa Helper assists in a crime, Lou has the dog fill out the paperwork. Correct. (sighs) Oh, boy. I think this is three... Hmm. Is this better or worse than the manatees, man? I really hated this episode, uh, so I'm going to say it's worse than Manatees. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's worse than Manatees. I hate this. Hate it. Um, it is awful, awful, awful. Awful. Uh, manatees don't have any... Uh, any. It doesn't have a dog getting shot. I'll say that. That's what, the thing about Manatees. Sure, Manatees... Or a rabbit are... getting eaten, or a snake getting cut to length. <laughs> God almighty. They shoot the dog. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a new number 369 on our last episode ever list. Stop or my dog will shoot. Episode where the dog gets shot for some godforsaken reason. Uh, it's a, it's a right below Bonfire the Manatees, right above Google Guy Pan. New number 178 on the post Golden Years ranking. There is one more question we have to answer before we can move on, before we can leave this episode in the dust. And that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? I'm with her, Canon. Just there's no reason for this episode to because it's incredibly stupid. It involves animals getting hurt, and everyone is a moron. Fire it. Why? That one doesn't make. I didn't. I don't. That didn't make me feel any better, Matt. Normally it does. Today didn't. Didn't make me feel any better. Uh huh. Let's talk about a good episode. Okay, let's go to the top of the list. Work our way down. Uh, Bart's inner child, Brad Goodman. Oh, fantastic episode! One of one of the best. One of I mean is one of the it is number I mean, seven is seventy nine and it's still number, one of the best is number seventy nine, which would qualify it as one of the best. Um, when you have like mm, at least two hundred and fifty good episodes of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. that's probably where I would you know being seventy nine is one of the best. Yep. So uh, that's, yes, part of the canon. Uh, Bart's inner child with Brad Goodman and Albert Brooks. It's wonderful whenever he appears on the show. Um, well, mostly. 
Uh, and we're not going to talk about, you know, season 17 to Brooks or whatever. Um, yeah. Bartender child, of course, is part of the canon. That'll do it for us. Uh, let's see. What's our next episode, Matt? We only have two to go. This is okay. Okay, Matt. Ooh. Okay, Matt. Two more to go before in season 18. We're almost to season night. We're almost to the movie effectively, but our second to last episode, penultimate episode of season 18 is 24 minutes. So this I is recall this one as being okay. So this, this is what we'll everyone talks about. The probably the best episode of the season, and one of the uh, uh, an episode that actually redeems this, this season in general. Um, but this is the twenty four parody. I guess stars Kiefer Sutherland, Mary Lynn Raskub. I hope it's good because I can't <laughs> take another one like this episode in two in a row would kill me. Uh, that's next time. Thank you, guys. Uh, what do I do? I say uh, it's on our website, SimpsonsShow.com. Links to all our stuff is there. Our Twitter, to our RSS feed, and link to our Patreon. If you want to help us out, help pay for hosting and get a bunch of bonus content along with it. You ho- uh, support us there. We'd really appreciate you doing that. Um, I don't know why my brain just shut down. Um, I you should talk about your books. I'm I yeah. I'm on the internet too. I'm on Twitter at Robbie Darman. Uh, my web my website is also robbydarman.com. Uh I have links there to everything I do on the internet. Uh my books, there are all nine of my horror novels. You can find links there to them. They're all on Amazon as well. Uh, my newest is What Dwells Beneath the Waves. It is a re- story about a reporter trying to stop a Florida man Eldritch cultist as he tries to awaken what d- sleeps beneath the ocean. Uh you should read it. It's a great book. Uh go buy it. Read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. I also just launched a YouTube channel uh, centered around writing advice. If you are a writer or interested in that, go subscribe. I need more subscribers. I appreciate that. It's Robbie Dorman. Search my name on YouTube. You'll find it. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is accurate. Uh, but uh, if you are hurting for something cozy and cute and cuddly uh, for your holidays, you can check out Kitten Turns uh, at Kitten Turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram. And you will see some incredibly, incredibly adorable kittens uh, that are now in their forever homes. And that's all you'll see until we get more of them, which should hopefully happen sometime soon. Are there going to be kittens there for when we visit them? We're certainly trying. The, trying? Like they don't have. They're just there's aren't that many kittens. There just aren't that many kittens. Uh, it's what happens, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> That's the way you say it makes it sound very alarming. Uh, that'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. I normally I would say keep watching The Simpsons, but... Yeah, maybe maybe wait until take we a... watch the episode. Then you can say... <laughs> take a break. <laughs> That's what I say. Take a break this week. Uh-huh. Like, you, don't, you don't need to watch this episode. No one does. Take a break. Shh.